We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Good morning to you. It's a wonderful day. It's St. Nick's Day. If you don't know what St. Nick's Day is, it's kind of hard to explain. But if you do know what St. Nick's Day is, it's also kind of hard to explain. I don't really know how to explain. Like, it's a tradition that we did growing up, and then my wife's like, well, what is it? I go, I don't know. We get presents. Well, is it Santa? Well, it's St. Nick. Well, well, how do you get them? I don't know. We just get them. Except one year I put my shoes outside, and then... There was a pack of baseball cards in them. I don't know, man. Happy St. Nick's Day. Lots to talk about. Later on in the podcast, it will be the Bucks Magic postgame show. Went live on YouTube after Bucks Magic. Um, I'm recording this, obviously, before that. So that will be, that's how I do it. It's very simple, but I don't, I don't, I'm expecting like 10 minutes. I'm expecting to hop on YouTube and maybe I court Tim Shea from, whatever parking lot he's stationed in for whatever reasons he's doing. There's so much going on. Um, I got a lot of voicemails, thanks to our Carl's Place voice, voicemail line. Uh, and I got a lot of different messages and different things I want to play to start the show and react to. Uh, I had somebody sent me this. Now, the big story of the week still, Packers beat the Chicago Bears. And I think some of the discourse was, and I saw some stations talk about it too, is how much did this game mean to you? How much did it matter? How much do you care? And you know, and one, you know, in one part of that, I, I said this after the Cowboy game. Look, if, if my favorite team wins a football game, what am I bitching about? What should I be mad about? On the other hand, there's not a lot of luster to it when these teams are so bad. It's just not the same. And I wanted less for the Packers to win over the weekend than I did for the Bears not to beat us. Okay, that's more of what I wanted. The issue that I had was I thought that the guys were celebrating a little, I don't know. It just, something was, something was weird. Just something, something was weird, but it is Packers bears. At the end of the day, I have to remember it is Packers bears and uh, Norris chestnut on Twitter, raised tastic four, one, four have loved this guy for years. Mutual follow. He had a message, I think for people, uh, maybe, maybe like me the other day. Are so many Packers fans losers? Like for real. Like, hear me out. Motherfuckers ain't happy when the when the team win. 
regardless of the circumstances. Motherfuckers don't do nothing but bitch and complain when they lose, regardless of the of the opponent and the circumstances. And all so many of these motherfuckers, these loud and fraudulent motherfuckers do is complain about every motherfucking thing. Shit go right, they complain. Shit go wrong, they complain. Like, what? You know, all we did was was fuck up our draft position by beating the Bears. And the Bears aren't even fucking good. Why the fuck are we celebrating beating the Bears? Because it's the motherfucking Bears. That's why. Because... For for those of us that actually have fucking jobs where we have to where we have to actually go and deal with humanity on any kind of fucking level, like we gotta go in the office. Guess what? We work with Bears fans. I'm trying to hear them motherfuckers talk shit from now through all off season because they got one fucking win in the last four motherfucking years and eight or nine tries against us. I want to hear that shit. Cause it's the motherfucking bears. Cause the same. Cause and the and they would do the same shit to us. But but we got entitled ass, cornball ass Packers fans, and I'm air quoting here, Packers fans, who would have rather seen the team not only lose for a fucking draft pick, you know, the same draft picks that all they do is bitch about allegedly not panning out and being bust or some shit because it wasn't the motherfucker that they wanted from their couch. But but they also would want that to happen to a fucking division rival. The fuck wrong with y'all? <laughs> all right, okay. Um, uh, non-suitable for work, non-safe for work. Norris Chestnut. I think that I, w- I won't swear the rest of the show. Uh, our guy Ron told me on YouTube that swearing is an art and overdoing it is just uh, kind of childish. So I won't swear anymore. I'll level out the I will level out the swear ratio. Should I have prefaced that uh, prior to it? I mean, you know, this, this has been a this has been a, a swearing podcast. We say things like fucking shit. Oh, I swear. God dang. Said I wouldn't do it. Said I wouldn't do it. Tits. Um, yeah, I think that, like, like I never wanted the Packers to lose. I ne- never did. So there is part of that in there, in that video he put up, that I felt like, oh, he's talking to me. Especially the, we don't, I'm not in an office. <laughs> in fact, I'm desperately not wanting to be in an office. But there's part of that, too. I, I didn't want the draft position. You want to beat the Bears. You want to beat the Bears. I just think that when you beat a team so many times, and I saw that chart today, Packers became the all-time most winningest team in NFL history, which I guess is cool. But what I saw with the chart was the Packers were only, they were, like, only still, like, 30 games behind the Bears four years ago or, like, seven years ago. The Bears, if you watch this chart, there's a chart online and it shows you how many teams have won the most games. And it's Packers, Bears, Giants pretty much forever. And then because the new teams come in. So it's always going to be those top three. They've been around the longest. Giants almost took past the Packers once and the Packers got really good 90s, 2000s. But the Packers are like 50 back of the Bears in 1980 or 95. And they just quickly catch up. So 
that speaks a lot to the uh, Bears ineptitude over the last 20, 25 years as much as anything. So that's cool. Uh, I do, yeah, yeah, that's that's the thing. I thought Packers, I thought the Packers themselves, I don't know, again, I, I was, what I, I don't know. I think it's just about Jair. I think I'm just pissed at Jair. That's 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 what it is. I think I'm just I think I'm just mad at Jair. That's it. I think I'm mad at the guy that had a really terrible game and has been talking soup all year. Uh, then got the game winning play and then said EQ is a scrub, even though EQ burned his ass. That's what I, I think. That's what I'm mad about. I think when I keep saying Packers, 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 I'm saying Jair. Let me just be honest with myself. I, this was not where I planned to take this, but I'm I'm just realizing it. I'm, Jair's pissing me off. I mean, the, the celebrations when you're down 17 points. I'm not Barry Sanders guy. I'm not like, oh, why do guys celebrate? They have to act like they've been there before. No, act like you're never going to be there again. You scored a touchdown in the NFL. Celebrate your heart out. If you're winning, if you're winning, if the other team can ever say the, the, the best comeback in sports is always scoreboard. If you're winning, you can do whatever you want, but if you're losing, I don't know, man, you gotta, you gotta keep that on the down low. Unless you're South Korea and you scored against Brazil. I mean, you had no business being in that game. So congrats to them for getting the goal for sure. Um, how about Neymar? What a beast! Oh, this PK thing. Neymar did it, and then Lewandowski did it. The staggering to take a PK shot that needs to go. That is so lame. That is like a U10 coach who who's coached football his whole life and is like, I'm gonna revitalize soccer and show these guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna use tricks and tri- I'm gonna do set plays. I'm gonna. Uh, it's like Ted Lasso did the flying V now that I, was that Ted Lasso or was that big green? Ted Lasso did the No, I know. I know flying V is mighty ducks. Ted Lasso did the flying V, right? Yes. I don't know. Some, some soccer. Am I thinking of kicking and screaming? I'm a mess. Let me know in the comments. <laughs> All right, so that was Norris. I got a couple more voicemails to play. Oh, a little more Norris. A couple voicemails to play. Thanks to our friends at Carl's Place. You can check them out. This is the place I've been talking about with golf simulators. Golf simulators, they can customize for you exactly how you want them. You can go online. The link is pinned to my Facebook and Twitter for Bart Winkler Show, and you can check out the golf simulators they have, and it'll take you in and check everything out. This is a guy, Carl, he started with, like, video projection screens. So they can do that kind of stuff for you, too. Uh, but they've, they've really found that people, people like golf simulators, and they've put them in businesses, they put them in bars, and they put them in houses. And it could be like, hey, I'm going to turn my whole garage into one or my whole basement, or I got this spare room, and I think I can fit one in here, and I just, I just need a little bit of room, and you, there you go. So it's pretty neat. Check that out. Uh, and Carl's Place brings you the voicemails on our show. So we'll get to some of those coming up, including uh, Matt in the Falls. I feel like I mentioned this guy more than ever. I need to, Matt, Matt, I'm going to talk to you directly via the podcast. Don't text me about this. 
I need, I'm just good. I'm going to make my point on the podcast. Okay. You're overstepping something. I know you sent me a green screen and a, a light, a flashlight or a ring light, whatever the hell they're called. And I appreciate that. But I got to, I got to reel it back just a little bit on, on you. Voicemails next. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. According to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. All right, welcome back to the Bart Winkler Show, wherever you get your podcast. I guess it didn't pop up on Google yesterday. So Spotify, Apple, uh, there's places called like Podbean and Podzahud and all this weird stuff. So if it's if it's not, we're on your preferred destination. Uh, do look at maybe somewhere else and then select ones on YouTube. All right, here's Matt in the Falls on the voicemail line, 402-915-BART. Here's Matt in the Falls. Hey, Bart. Uh, it's me. Uh, on my way back. All right, ta, 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 Matt. 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 Not, not, we're not doing the it's me. I don't know what you meant by it. I'm not. I don't do it's me to anybody. I don't do it's me to my dad. I don't my mom, my wife. We say, hi, honey. I don't do it's me. Plus, I have caller ID, man. I know it's you. Don't it it we, we we got a nice little budding relationship here. We are not in it's me territory. And if you are and I'm not, well, then that's a problem. <laughs> All right, Matt. Please don't be mad. Right. Uh, 
right now. Uh, finally got some thoughts on yesterday's disappointing victory. Um, I actually had a text written out to you that I didn't send during the game. I think we were down 17-13. And I was hoping that Rodgers would go three and out. I was going to send you a text about uh, are we going to see love in the second half. And then Rodgers took him down the field and had that janky pass to Watson for the touchdown. Um, at which point, that kind of cemented that Rodgers was going to be in until he decided he was too hurt. Uh, so that was disappointing. Because, I, I mean, we want to see love. Am I right? We want to see love. So, um, I, you know, we won. Great. We beat the Bears. It's always fun to beat the Bears, of course. But... And, you know, we got to see more Watson, who's going to be a star by the looks of it, which is fantastic because this is, we're, we're in a rebuild. We're effectively rebuilding despite having a 50 or $60 million quarterback. So it's great that we finally, well, not finally, we've been hitting uh, some wide receivers in the second round. But great to see Watson blooming. Um, but I would have rather seen that and taken the loss by one point um, because... You know, it's fun to see a little victory now, but I'm looking for the future. I'm, I'm 35. I'm looking for the future of Packers football because this season is not it. So if that makes me a downer, so be it. But I wanted to see, I wanted to see love. I'm looking forward to five years, the next five years without Rodgers. See you later. Yeah, I'm looking forward. Yes. I mean, I don't want them. To, I don't want them to lose. Interesting to hear that after hearing what Norris had to say. I don't, I just, like I said a couple weeks ago, this is the Green Bay Packers, man. I'm not looking for draft position. I would rather take the 5% chance and try to figure out scenarios where we can pass the Cowboy or the, the Seahawks, the Commanders, the Giants, than I would see if we're measuring with the Bears or the Texans for the top pick. I'm just, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'm, and, and, you know, maybe you look back 20 years and say, well, if the Packers would have lost one more game, they could have had this guy. I guess we'll know that. But in the moment, I just, I'm not, I'm not. I just don't want to lose to teams that it means too much to. Uh, that's, I think maybe that's it. I thought the Packers celebrated beating the Bears the way that the Bears would have celebrated beating the Packers. The Packers looked like the ones that, we're exercising a demon or maybe not. Maybe it's like, Hey, screw you. You thought this was the game. I think actually now I'm coming around now. Now I'm starting to think that the Packers didn't try hard enough or celebrate hard enough. Yeah. That's what I, th- I think somebody should have planted a flag, a Packers flag in the middle of that sea there in, uh, in, in uh soldier field. Did you guys know <laughs> so funny that the Chicago bears see, <laughs> actually guy looks like a toilet seat <laughs> oh it's hilarious it's, it's fitting right because they are they are sh- i said i wasn't gonna swear they are poop they are poop they are they are poop uh good points otherwise i have a voicemail from john and franklin john then reached out to me after and said i was so heated i think i got cut off all right, well, let's hear what John and Franklin had to say, at least some of it. All right. 
Good morning, John Franklin. See, see, he just see. I know it's him. He says John and Franklin. Okay. I'll talk about the Packer game yesterday. Nice comeback for the Pack. For me, like the painter, I'm sorry. For me, I love this team too much. I, I, I wasn't going to watch the game. The neighbors gathered. I went over. I watched the game. I, I can't wish, even though I know it's better for them, or you would think it's better for them regarding draft position, I cannot root against this team. I want them to win. I almost got extricated from the party by myself because I was just spending the whole first half bitching. And I was apologizing to everybody, but it's just, I've been watching the Packer games by myself for that reason after the Vikings game. Because I, I just, it, Matt in the Falls, you're 100% correct. I, I do. I, I put too much on this team. They mean too much to me. It's disproportionate. I have other things going on in my life. Maybe I need some counseling. It's possible. I'm not dealing with what's happened this season. I can't, can't square it. It'd be different if we went into the season without Rodgers. We knew, you know, we know it's going to be a growing season, blah, blah, blah. Okay, but, but we went into the season thinking we were picking up right where we left off, except with better special teams and defense. And none of this has happened. We beat a third-string Bears defense, and probably only because for some reason they had they had uh, the quarterback of um, the Bears stop running in the second half. There were times the field was wide open in front of him. He, he took a couple steps, and then he caught himself. Fields caught himself and, 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 and passed the ball all over the place. Alexander... You know, I, these teams play on such a razor's edge in the NFL, and I, I, I think these guys are playing hard, but they're not playing at 100%. It's the only thing that can make any sense. That's what I'm going to tell myself. I don't think this guy's just falling off. You get, you get absolutely smoked by a number four receiver, a castaway from the team, on what was already a bad receiving core without Devontae, and what a day he had yesterday. And the Cobb play. It looked worse than it was. Rodgers could see the field wide open behind him, assumed he was going to turn around and run, but Cobb, was, it, this is my explanation, Cobb was looking back for the ball, expected to be hit, didn't realize the field was open behind him, just a little miscommunication, so that was no big deal. Um, they win. I, I can't root against this team, but I'm hearing some people break down the, 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 the possibility of a playoff, you know, and, and what has to, just stop it, just Fucking stop it. Stop <laughs> it. Let's win three games. And then maybe you can talk about. Yeah, he got cut off. I didn't cut him off. He got cut off. And I think that's where, that's where, you know, just kind of picking up the pieces from uh Sunday and Monday show where we land. It's, it's not rooting against the Packers. It's not mad that they lost. It's, it's not mad that they won. It's, it's just the season sucks. It's a very purgatory type season. It's a, it's a waste of a season. There's some things that are going to be good that happen, right? Like Christian Watson. Okay, he's developing. But there were other things that happened. Jair was developing, and Aaron Jones, and A.J. Dillon were developing, and other guys were developing, and some of these guys are gone now, or some of these guys aren't going to be there anymore. And now David Bakhtiari, now, now he's got appendicitis. Now he's going to be out for a while. There's a lot going on, and the Packers are 
sort of in the middle, more towards the bottom than the middle, but it's just, it's a purgatory season. They're too good of a franchise to be a let's tank for a season mode. And they're too bad to compete. I heard uh, some conversation today. The, the counterpoint, the, the, the one, the one Avenue I won't get into is, well, if the Packers even make the playoffs, what are they, what are they going to do? That's stupid. They beat Dallas. They beat Tampa. They're not going to make the playoffs. They're not. But if they made the playoffs, that'd be that'd be amazing. That would be awesome. If this team made the playoffs somehow, you know all the crazy stuff that would have had to happen for that to happen. And you're saying the reason that you this is directed at Dan Needles. I heard him today. I've been radio curious on my drives. I think I got I got a couple of irons in the fire. And if it doesn't work out, I'm going to start my own sub stack and be Milwaukee media critic. And all those radio people who think that I that, that, that no one's listening and all those weekend TV anchors that think no one's watching the news on a Saturday night when your show got bumped by college football. You're going to have crusty old curmudgeon Bart. Not good enough to hack it in the business anymore. So he's hacking and shredding your careers, making 23-year-old girls cry when they're too cold to talk in the snow. And I'm going to say, she's not polished enough. They shouldn't send her out. And these guys that have been in these jobs forever, just looking at the clock, either waiting for retirement or waiting to die. I'm going to say, get out of that chair, old man. Get the young blood back in here. Milwaukee's for the youth. Not for all you ancient fogies. Uh, when I when I grew up in that neighborhood, there used to be a softball field. Everything used to be a softball field, you stupid idiots. God, my sub my substack is gonna be lit. People are like, Bar, you should charge for your podcast. No, I don't ever. I'm not, I mean, come on. Well, I'm not going to pay. I'm not going to make you pay for this. Unless you have a business and want to support it. <laughs> then that's great. Uh, did you guys get any golden chicken this weekend, by the way? Hell's Corners. Uh, but if I had a sub stack, I would charge a lot of money for that. Because I would be, you think I'm, you think I'm unhinged now? I would, I would be flames. I would be flame emojis several of them um one more voicemail here i don't know who this is from hey bart this is your liver just checking in to see when the world cup's gonna be over with you're fucking expediting this process very very quickly handle you drinking every night but i can't handle you drinking every night and then every day and then a nap and then again at night and then again at day don't you want to see your kid's 30th birthday don't you want to see his fucking fifth birthday you uncorrigible sack of human shit i'm thirsty oh wow wow someone called as my liver unbelievable do you know how demented and messed up in the head you would have to be 
to call in and say those things and pretend to be my liver. There, there has to be something seriously wrong with you that you know you need diagnosed, but you're too afraid to do it. What a, what a sick, unhealthy individual would leave such a tale. World Cup's tiring me out, dude. It's 32 teams, games every day. They're going to expand it to 48 teams when it comes here in 2026. But then they also, they're, they're not sure what the format's going to be like. So right now there's a round-robin format, and then the top two in each group qualify in advance. They might do groups of three. What is that, 12 groups of three? Nope. Uh, three times 48, 48 is 12. 12 divided by three is four, four. What the hell? What the hell is three? Te- what the hell is forty-eight divided by three? Sixteen? No. What the hell is forty-eight divided by three? I was three grades. Yeah, sixteen. I was three grades ahead in math. I was doing. I was doing Kelp two when I was just getting pubes. How the hell do I not know what forty-eight divided by three is? You would just have to be a sick individual, and then to say those things about my kid's birthday what a messed up human there's just that that's too much there are so many games and i know the tournament's only every four years but i need i don't know it's not even it's not even like because i you know the covid year happened and we were talking oh what if what if the nfl played every day man if the if the nfl played every day twice a day and you were super invested in each one I think it's the two hour breaks in between that kill me. Now there's games that start at nine and then one, and it's a two hour break. I need it. I need it like back to back almost. It's just a long day. And it's watching soccer, most boring sport on earth. So I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, the winter meetings are underway, which that caught me off guard. I thought they were not until next winter. There's so much to keep up with. I think today, you know, with uh, Verlander going to the Mets and then DeGrom went to the Rangers and now the Phillies have Trey Turner and Bryce Harper. So we're going to talk to Toby tomorrow. I got so much to talk to about Toby. Toby's two heroes that won him the World Series are now on a rival team. Plus, everyone hates ties. His team, the Commanders, tied. I'm so excited. Toby and Paul Emig on tomorrow's show. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But there's, there's, it just, it, it makes you realize, man, you know, it's, it's like soccer over in England. There's a lot of teams competing, but it's going to be Man U, it's going to be Man State, it's going to be Chelsea, it's going to be Arsenal, it's going to be Liverpool. Because they're the clubs that have a lot of money and they spend. And baseball is the same way. And it is hard, it is hard to be a Brewers fan where the system is stacked against you in every way. Yet, the owner is also very, very cheap. Well, I mean, what's he going to do? If, I, if I'm Mark, I mean, I, man, it's tough. It's tough because even if, even if the Brewers did spend a little bit, they don't have $110 you know, million to just throw at a pitcher for two years. They can't do that. You know, it's a bummer. It's a, you'd, almost, you'd almost rather 
Like, remember when Reggie White was a free agent and they're like, who's he going to go to? Why would he go to Green Bay? No one wants to play there. You'd almost rather have no one wants to play in Milwaukee than Milwaukee doesn't even have a shot. Like Aaron Judge, would you even? I'd rather, I'd almost rather have Aaron Judge say, look, Milwaukee, I don't want to go there than not even be an option. I'd rather them not be an option because of the personal reason than the way the system's structured. Cause at least, you know, you'd, you'd have a chance the other way, but there's a lot of baseball moves happening and it's tough to keep up with. It's tough to keep up with cause you got baseball moves happening and then you have all these college transfers. So you have all these guys coming out and you have all these guys coming in and I can't get enough of this Deion Sanders situation. There was a full eight minute video of all the things that he told his current team and you may have seen the clip. There was a 45-second clip I'll play. It's Dion talking to all of his guys, his Colorado Buffaloes, in a room, basically telling them, uh, none of you are good enough to be here. Here's Dion yesterday. This is already taken care of because I'm bringing my ladies with me. And it's Louie. Okay. It ain't going to be no more of the mess that these wonderful fans, the student body, and some of your parents have put up with for probably two decades now. I'm coming. And when I get here, it's going to be changed. So I want y'all to get ready to go ahead and jump in that portal and do whatever you're going to get. Because the more you jump in, the more we'll be made. Because we bring kids that are smart, say that smart, smart. tough. All right, so Dion basically addressing the room and the highlight of that clip right in the beginning where he says, I'm bringing uh, my luggage and it's Louis. He's got, he's got, uh, I'm the Louis Vuitton is what that means. Uh, Grandpa. The Louis Vuitton. He's got a lot of transfers coming. His kids coming. A bunch of kids from Jackson State are going to come. I think a bunch of kids that, you know, Dion, what he did for HBCUs in the last three years was incredible. But I think a lot of those kids may think, well, now I'm going to go to Colorado. I got Dion there. Apparently, hundreds have reached out. Dion putting videos out. You know where I'm at. I mean, kids are going to want to play for Dion Sanders at a Power 5 school. Absolutely. The transfer market's going to be insane. Uh, the transfer portal, it is kind of stupid that... We found out the bowl schedule, and then the next three days, everybody's leaving. Some of these teams, when you have got, you're going to have kids say, I'm not going to play the bowl. I want to go play in the draft. And then you're going to have kids transfer out. I mean, some of these teams that we're going to be watching in these bowl games outside the college football playoff, who's even going to be there? What Wisconsin team are we going to be rooting for? You know, a lot of these, it's, it's so weird. So I don't, I don't know how you fix that. Maybe a deeper season or you tell kids, oh, I know how you fix it. You just tell kids you're not transferring until after bowl season. But then if you're like Graham Merch, you just be like, I don't want to play. My hip hurts. Or I'm just not that good. Come up with whatever excuse you have. So that is, it's, it's a lot to keep track of. But I think Colorado, um, you know, there's going to be a lot of attention paid to them now. And there was a lot of talk about what Dion said in that room. If you're one of those kids in that room, you're like, oh, my God. I came to Colorado. This is not ever what I thought. And this guy's coming in here saying, basically, 
I mean, it's Deion Sanders. I grew up with this guy, loving this guy. And he's basically coming in here and saying none of us are good enough. Well, I don't know. Uh, Colorado was one in 10 this season. They're awful. One in 11. They lost. Their only win was the uh, California in overtime. This is a very bad football team. And they're getting, they got routed by these teams. Not once were they ever considered decent. Minnesota blanked them by 42. 40, 49 to 7, rather. Now, next year, Colorado's schedule, TCU's on it at TCU. They got Nebraska. They got USC. They got Oregon. They got UCLA. They got Utah. It's a tough schedule. It's going to be a tough schedule. So I don't know what Colorado's record is. I don't know what the goal is going to be. Bowl eligible minimum. And then, you know, there's going to be people talking college football playoff. At some point, Colorado, especially with the expansion, but even after that, you have to think, Dion's going to be able to tap into a level of recruiting that, that others can't. People want to play for Dion. People want to play for Dion. That, that's, that's a type of star power that only few coaches reach. You know, you might want to play for, I want to play for Washington. I want to play for Washington State. I want to play for Oklahoma State. I want to play for Mike Gundy. No, you don't. Mike Gundy's the coach at Oklahoma State. You want to play there, and he's the coach. You want to play for Dion. You want to, you want to, you want to, you want to go live in Colorado for Dion. Dion's going to look out for you, and that NIL money is going to come in. I mean, the lottery ticket's already been scratched, and now these four-star and five-star tickets are going to go try to claim a little bit of it. And I don't blame any of them. And if you're a kid at Colorado right now, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't. I, the last thing I do would do is transfer out. Where, where are you going to transfer to? So you're going to go do second string at Mizzou? No, you stay at Colorado. This guy's in, putting a level of infusion into your program that would have never happened again. This Colorado program was dead. They had Cordell Stewart 100 years ago. They were dead, never good again. Dion changes all that in one day. So I am just simply fascinated by all things Deion Sanders and how that is going to go. So some good Packers takes. Uh, lots going on in baseball that we'll continue to talk about throughout the week. A lot of transfers that we'll continue to talk about throughout the week. Uh, I wish the U.S. was playing in the World Cup on Friday. Didn't really give you a tactical breakdown on that one the other day. They, I don't know. They, they defended very poorly. Especially when it got in the mixer. Their, de- their defending was fine enough, but once Netherlands got to a certain point, it was a goal. It, it just didn't matter. Towards the back, it was brutal. The defending was so bad. Matt Turner gave up three goals. He was the man of the match because they knew it wasn't his fault. It was, the, it was the defense's fault. Matt Turner's probably like, man, and all those guys are probably like, man, I need to get on a plane and, and relax. I need some happy place hemp. I need some gummies. I need some THC. Well, I don't know if there's anything that even – I don't even know if they sell caffeine in Qatar. They don't let you, like, take any – like, can they even take Advil over – like, really, they don't let you drink. They don't let you do anything unless you're super rich. I don't understand enough about Qatar to make broad assumptions. I know that now. But I know that there's probably not gummies flowing around Qatar. So these guys, these boys need to get back to the States. And if they're not in a state where you can just buy – weed at a bodega 
you got to try these gummies at Happy Place Hemp. They'll deliver. They'll deliver to you discreetly. They got THC, the Delta 8s, Delta 9s, THCOs. That's it's there's a, the I'm trying to it's legal. What they have is legal. We're not skirting around any systems here. What what they have is legal. Cuz the amount in them is of the legal limit. And and you have a good time and they relax you. So there's a di- there's a bunch of different gummies and they do different things for different people. Uh, I really have become very supportive of the nighttime ones. I still call them the CBDs and the CBNs. Uh, those help me go to sleep. The I have the THC free ones, but it's still CBD and it's mango, and those are nice to kind of help me refocus. And then of course the ones that make me. Forget about life for a while. La da 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 da. All right, Buck's got the magic. And so let's transport you to our YouTube post game, Buck's Magic. Take it away, Bart. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, thanks, Bart. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, I'm Bart Winkler. Tim Shea's here. So on YouTube, this is the Tuesday December 6th edition of the Bart Winkler Show, but the second half, all right? So your boy did 30 minutes going through some voicemails and everything and playing some different videos and 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 giving my thoughts on the, you know, I, that's what I thought I'd do on, on the podcast from time to time. Give my thoughts on the sports world, Tim. Uh, intriguing. I can't wait. Yeah, so you'll be able to hear that part. I also, I believe I started talking about Happy Place Hemp and I did get distracted I don't know. I don't know what happened. I never, I don't think I ever said happyplacehemp.com <laughs> or the promo code is barred for 25% off. I was talking about how the, they probably weren't able to take any in Qatar or like oh, do yeah. anything in Qatar. Yeah. They, they'd be jailed for years if they brought that over. So, uh, yeah. So happyplacehemp.com legal here. I just I did not, I did not say happyplacehemp.com. The promo code is BART. Plenty to talk about. I'm glad that we're on on this one. At first, it's like, ah, Bucks magic. What are you going to say? But there's a lot to talk about. The Bucks win 109-102. They did not play Brooke Lopez on rest. That's Marjan sick. Wes Matthews out. Grayson out. This team, as it was tonight, I mean, not having Brooke Lopez would be a monster problem for them, even with Bobby Portis, but... This team tonight is even good, even without Grayson or, or Marjan or well, Wes Matthews or Brooke. This team is I, – I, we're just – we're witnessing the deepest Bucks team we've ever seen. Bobby got hurt towards the end of the game. Hopefully it's nothing too serious. They had to take him out the last couple minutes, so we'll see what happens with that. But, yeah, this is I, – I, I'm starting to think that this team is better than the championship team from two years ago. Well, they might have uh, – Keegan says he came back in later. All right. There you go. Oh. Keegan. Okay. Hey, good job. I, I Tim, Tim Shea. Tim Shea. Tim Shea gets I, a box on the show, and I got to rely on Keegan for the real info. I, I, I didn't see him come back in, so I must have missed it. It was literally towards, like, the last four minutes of the game. So, And I didn't chime in because – I'm that might have been when I turned on the NFL game. Oh, 
which is approaching halftime. Uh, Saints, Saints seven to three right now against the Buccaneers. Buccaneers. How, how do we like that? Tom Brady basically getting a free pass to the playoffs because that division's so bad. I'm not convinced that he's. They're going to make it, but that's a. I mean, it ain't going to be the Saints or Atlanta or Carolina. Yeah. Anyway, who cares? Yeah. Um, Matt in the Falls says, "What's new, Matt? If you want to jump in, I did something that I need to talk to you about in person." Oh, something bad? Uh, it's just something that I said that I feel bad about, but it needed to be said. Oh, okay. I will wait till he joins. Uh, I will wait till he joins to hear the story. Instead of, I just I I felt I just I need to streamyard link. I can get you. You don't have it. Um, yeah, but what I like about this game is that again they're very deep. You got to see that. You got to see big minutes out of Mamu. You got to see big minutes out of AJ Green. And there's a lot like that I can talk about, and there, there's some things regarding the world about Giannis that I need to complain about, not him. Uh, there's some Anthony Davis stuff I want to complain about in a little bit. Uh, but regarding the Bucks themselves, I don't have too many complaints about what's going on with this team. All I'm asking is everybody, you know, stay healthy. Is this team, asking, is this team better than the championship team? Obviously they're more deep. Well, yeah, right? that, that, they have more guys that can play. Yeah. I mean, Diakite wasn't playing. Jordan Warren at the time wasn't playing. You started Warren tonight. You got AJ Green. You got Mamu. I'll get that all off my chest. I just, I gotta, I gotta talk to Matt in the Falls here in a second. Matt, I'm worried. I'm scared. No, it's fine. I just, I felt bad. I, because I, I. So this YouTube is the second half of the podcast. Okay. Okay. What did you did you disparage me? I played your voicemail, and then. And and I, you said, "Hey Bart, it's me," and I got to You got to cut that. <laughs> you can't be doing it. It's me. I, I did. I used to do that to Tim when I called into the show all the time. Bart Winkler show. What's your name? Where you're calling from? Hey Tim, it's me. I yeah, huh? I said, Matt, you've bought me this nice stuff. You've been a great supporter. Uh, I, I said, don't text me about this. Just stop doing it. About what? Saying that it's me. Okay. All right. Well, then that's it. Okay. I was really worried about that. Why were you worried? Uh, I don't know that you'd be like, Bart, fuck you. No, well, you already know it's me because the voicemail says it's me. Yeah. So why are you says, saying it's me? Because I just said it's Matt in the Falls to the lady who says, what's your name? So you already know. So I assume that it says like, here is a message from Matt in the Falls. It so doesn't. then after that, I would say, hey, it's me. I wouldn't say, hey, Bart, it's Matt in the Falls. I'm just skeeved out from a Seinfeld episode from 100 years ago where someone said it's me and they weren't like on the it's me level. Nope. Well, that's all I had. I mean, that was that was my big that was my big thing. Okay, well. Bucks won. Bucks look good. <laughs> you nope. kind of like you're people 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 mention I think Matt in the Falls gets mentioned every day on this show. Well, I had the the big proclamation about the Packers and You called John Coon and he got really pissed at you. Yep. Yep. He was he was right. Rodgers did play, but um <laughs> Who told you that? Yeah. Who told you he wasn't going to play? What, what, what <laughs> do you think? You lose them. 
<laughs> you can't you can't win them all, etc. Well, you got any Bucks takes? Uh, Middleton was one for eleven, not the greatest. Um, I mean, he's so, been hurt. I mean, I think we should trade him just off of that. Hey, hey that's Anthony was zero for nine. <laughs> yeah, no, it was a it was an all right game. I mean, the Magic are not very good. Markel Fultz has an amazing hairdo. Yeah, um, but not quite Alfred part. Payton level as far as the Magic go. Do you remember Alfred Payton's old hairdo? I do. Like, came out in front. Where did he go? Did he go to Phoenix for like a day? I think he went Phoenix or Portland, out west somewhere where you never see him and he plays at 9.30 every night. Yeah, where is he? He's, he might not be in the league. Are you looking? I am looking. He is, uh, yeah, he's out of the league. That's a shame. I, I used to like seeing that hair flop around. Yeah. So. Uh, speaking of old sitcoms, our condolences to Kirstie Alley, who passed away tonight. What? I just saw yeah. that. Just what? saw that. 71. Brief battle with cancer. Rest in power. Yeah. That's what we're saying nowadays, I guess. Yeah, things change. Yep. All right, well, All anything right. else for me? Otherwise, I feel like I I, I really – you you'll hear it in the podcast. You'll hear, like, my nervous energy trying to even bring it up. It's – it's no, Bart. No, it, it's fine. Okay. I say it like it's tongue in cheek. It's not like. Well, now I think this reaction's almost too calm. That now, now I think it's just... no. I'm just. It's 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 fine. Okay. I, I guess I'll hear it on the podcast, and then I'll have a reaction to the podcast. Right. Okay. All right. So, hey. Okay. See you later. Thanks. It's been, Thanks, been a, it's been great. It's been great. I hope you sleep well tonight. Now that you've got that right. horrible news off your chest. I will. Thank you. Okay, I still don't know how to exit StreamYard, so give me a second. Oh, there it is. See you later. All right, see ya. Matt in the Falls. Okay, then. I was, I don't know. Yeah, he would always do that when he called. He'd be like, hey, it's me. And I'd be Isn't like, it weird to call and say, hey, it's me? Am I wrong? I'd be like... Did uh, I overreact? Who, I, I always said, uh, who's me? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Another guy says, what's the StreamYard link? Yeah, I, I threw the StreamYard link up. Here it is again. It's kind of confusing, but I don't know how to change that yet. There's still a lot that I'm trying to figure out uh, how to do about all this kind of stuff. I talked to Rami about doing a post-game show after a Kings Bucks. Yeah. And I'll do one, but I wanted to have him on. And then he said, I'm doing one. And then he said, can we cross the streams? And then... I said, I don't know how to do that. And maybe I'll figure that's, it out. Maybe that's Wednesday, right? Wednesday. I anyway. Oh, okay. Okay. Fork. Fork. Well, I don't know if I can bring my fork into the arena. Fork's in the you know, arena. The metal detector and all that. So um, Tim's not aware of this. I really, I have Bucks things to say. Tim's not aware of this. We took second place in a contest. We did? We got, uh, yeah, we're, the Bart Winkler Show is part of the Blue Wire Network. Okay. And we got 
second, we got honorable mention for shout out of the month in the category relating to listeners for when you interviewed people with a fork outside of Pfizer forum. Well, I'll be now first place got a cash prize, which oh. we did not get. And had we, you would never know about it. I would have never told you smart, smart move. And second place doesn't get a cash prize either. Oh. <laughs> so. All right. So you, you go out in the bitter cold, Bart profits. There you go. That's what I'm here for. All right, let me talk about this from a Bucks Magic perspective. I love the rotation. I love the splitting up of minutes. This is all I want to see. This is, this is literally the only thing I want outside of health and the one seed and to beat the Celtics and Sixers every time they play and the Raptors and the Bulls. And the but outside of those things, I want to see these guys get looks. Water started tonight. Okay. 19 minutes, six points. Um, Mamu, Mamu got a few minutes in the first half. Zora interviewed him at halftime, and he was, like, so giddy that he was being interviewed. He's like, I, I, I can't believe this. I, I love this so much. And then Mamu had a big three late in the game. The game was closer than probably we thought it would be. But even when they were up – even they were up four at the end, it felt like they – I mean, they weren't going to lose. They weren't going to lose this game. No. 109-102, Bucks beat the Magic. Um, you knew they weren't going to lose the game. Wagner Brothers. <laughs> Uh, pretty much the only offense for the Magic in the second half, and especially the fourth quarter. And I saw somebody say that good thing that Mo Wagner's on this team because this probably would have been a trap game, but the Bucks hate him so much that they tried super hard. I hate him. I remember when he was at Michigan. It's oh yeah, one of those players that you just hate. Yeah, you 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 love you love to hate him, Tib. You love uh-huh. to hate him. Mm-hmm. But so then we got to see we got to see uh, Mamu, and we got to see him have a big bucket in a big moment, and that's that builds confidence not only in Mamu but in Bud to actually use this guy. So that's what that's what I want to see. I don't need to see Mamu have thirty minutes a game in the playoffs, but I need to know that Bud knows he's available. Because like last year with Javon Carter, it's like he didn't even know he's available. A few years ago with Tony Snell. It's like he didn't even know he was available. I don't even need these guys to get in. I just need acknowledgement from Bud that he knows they're available. (laughs) That's all I need. Um, So I like that. A.J. Green, I'm having a hard time getting hype on A.J. Green. He had 10 minutes, 12 points. His career Career high. high. Career high. Because the Bucs always have a guy in his spot that ends up going away. Or they end up changing. Or they end up not. Like they, they're like, oh well, it's buyout season. Well, who you can pick up. Oh, we don't know yet, but maybe Demarcus Cousins, and then we'll cut him later. It's they always like to have an empty roster spot just in case. And so I think AJ Green's kind of in that role right now. So I don't know how to how excited to get about him. But he came in and he, you know, this is what I want to see. And you can't see that if they don't get opportunity. So credit to Bud for not you know, he had a few guys out tonight, but credit to him for not going. 30 minutes with George Hill credit to him for not going 30 minutes with Pat Connaughton. We like those guys. We know what they do. Let's see what these other guys do. That's why Javon Carter has been such a revelation this year. So 
from that standpoint, I'm very happy about the Bucks. And there are little complaints to be had with the Bucks at this current juncture for your boy. Do you agree? Yeah, I do. I do. It's, you know, those guys are going to come in handy on the stretch. You know, if they're still with the team, obviously they're going to, you know, they're going to make moves. They're, they're going to make a move, you would think. And maybe they don't even use them, but just know that they're there. Know that they're there and know that they can actually play. Like right? in like when you have a when you like like uh city guys or hang timer, I'm trying to think of a basketball a, a sitcom about a basketball team or a movie about a basketball team. There's like the seven main characters, and then the other eight guys are irrelevant. You never hear from any of them. And the coach, I mean, so I don't want those guys to be that. I want Bud to look down and say, Oh, that's AJ Green. He did this and can do this. Oh, that's Mamu. I remember the big three he had against the Magic. Instead of looking down and seeing like Lego faces or blank faces, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yep. So that's that's where I'm. Uh, that's where, that's where you at. are with the Bucks right now. I just can't wait. I'm I'm itching for that game on the 25th. Like that is the like that's when I'll really get into it. Like I'll sit down. I'll watch all 48 minutes of it on Christmas. You know? Yes. Yeah, I know who they play on Christmas. It's I know. I'm just saying. Who is it? Boston? Boston, yeah. Yeah, okay. I don't know. Oh, okay. So that's that's the game I'm like really I forgot. For. Sorry, I forgot. It's okay. It's okay. Um and it's you know, it's it's in the primetime slot too. Four o'clock. Oh, primetime starts at seven. Well, okay. Like the prime game, I guess. Well, the prime at least from from years past, years other Christmases. Christmas is past. So. Red Baron says Giannis was a force tonight. Absolutely he was. Giannis, 34 points, 13 boards, five assists. He had many plays where he just – it's still – it's still unless, unless the Magic just aren't trying. But how Giannis can just take the basketball, bob and weave through, and score. Like a dunk or get to the rim even. You got four guys there, and they're still letting him get to the rim. Now, here's the complaint to bring in Anthony Davis up on the topic because Anthony Davis has had a couple of big nights, and the Lakers behind Anthony Davis just beat Giannis the other night in the Bucks on Friday, and then what do you have, 55 or something? Uh, yeah. Shannon Sharp was saying something about how he's the MVP. MVP. First of all, no. first of all the Giannis AD thing is dead and has been dead for a long time. You know, how, how are we having this in the year of our Lord 2022? It's ridiculous. Second of all, <laughs> if, if I could change one thing, thing about the nba and the surrounding culture of the nba i would i would say you cannot talk about the mvp until march no one can talk about it in this league they get so crazy over the mvp it's like the only thing that fuels these debate shows which have a very large impact in the sports world we can say we don't watch first take and we can say we don't watch Undisputed, but people do. I saw a tweet. I just referenced it. Then that gets into the discourse, and then it spreads like wildfire. Other radio stations and other sports stations, you say, oh, man, is AD going to do this? I saw Stephen A. Smith saying So they have a massive impact. They are content. Did you see, by the way, uh, Ryan Clark on first take said that Patrick Mahomes uh, has – Joe Burrow and Michael Jordan never had a Joe Burrow to contend with. 
That's why Michael's the GOAT, is because we bring him up in irrelevant conversations 30 years later. Anyway, all this AD talk <laughs> is so stupid. JM says, AD is one good game against Giannis and the narrative changes. Yes, the NBA and the narrative, it's, cra- it's just crazy to me how we talk MVP, MVP all the time. It is it gets more attention than anything else in the NFL. We're talking about these different guys and yeah, was that a Burrow MVP? Yeah, he's probably top five MVP. Oh, pretty cool. But then we're right back onto, well, what do the Bengals need? Where are the chiefs going to be? We're talking about the teams, even though the quarterback is a massive position. You know, the quarterback is a, the quarterback is, you can argue is like more of a front front facing guy than any of the five guys on a basketball court, even though there's less of them. But in the NBA, it's always, well, MVP this, MVP that. Oh, Jalen had 35 and then uh, 40 the next night. MVP. Who? Why? 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 Why are we so MVP driven all the time? It's very annoying. They just need something to talk about, Bart. That's all. Uh, and I think that we're going to pick off that low-hanging fruit tree as Black 59 Razor says, the Bucks are overrated. Knicks would sweep them in the playoffs. Huh? Well, the thing about that, Black 59 Razor. Oh, dear. Is uh, your Knicks need to be in the playoffs. I know that that's a troll comment, but. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean. Oh, okay. Well, good for him. Ryan says, Middleton will always be the demise of the Bucks. He's a turnover machine and forces bad shots, especially in crunch time. This poor guy, this poor guy, Chris Middleton, who never asked to be in Milwaukee, was the throne in a deal, fought with Giannis for playing time, became the 1B to his 1A, was so clutch when Giannis went down, has been oh. tremendous, is going to be a top three buck of all time, will have his number retired, and will be a Hall of Famer. And we watch him come back and the Bucks win a game and people still want to criticize Chris Middleton. Plus, we're in the middle of 12 days of Christmas where he goes and gives a bunch of people toys and money all throughout the city and nobody ever asked him to do that, and it still does not get enough ten- attention because now we take it for granted. I should not be seeing 15,000 tweets about Candy Cane Lane, which also is a good cause, Mac Fund, when I don't see any tweets about 12 days of Christmas. I'm going to balance it out a little bit. Maybe we should talk about it every day then. You want to you wanna take a drive on Candy Cane Lane? You and me, we can, uh, yeah. You know, pop some D9s and take a drive on Candy K Lane? couple blocks, yeah. I'm down. Yeah, I'd be do that. We could sing some Christmas songs together, too. T-Frog Gaming Roblox. Whoa. Says, if I started a timer and said, name every NFL, NBA, and MLB team, the Magic or the Kings would have to be the last ones I think of. Yeah, I talked about this earlier this summer. The Kings, I feel, are the most irrelevant franchise in sports over the last 30 years. Well, that's because they haven't gone Nothing happens. You never think of them. And they're purple, and no purple teams are ever good. And the only reason why we thought of them is because of Ronnie, so. Yeah. Purple. I mean, gosh, I remember. That should still should have been. Yeah, go ahead. Jerry says no one doubts AD's talent. His issue is he has the heart of the Tin Man and is as fragile as Bart is about soccer takes. <laughs> wow. 
tomorrow I'll be talking with Toby about the tie between the commanders and the giants and how in the NFL ties, everyone justifies it. But in soccer, in a round Robin format, everyone thinks that it's the worst thing that's ever happened. And uh, we're, we're going to wake up and be tomorrow oh, because the world uh, game has infiltrated us. I think it's, I think it's stupid. Ties are the ties in the NFL are stupid. It's the worst thing possible, but, and I've seen two of them. Q says the media doesn't like Giannis because he was such a surprise. He is self-made and no one called it. AD has been hyped since middle school. Q, I think that there's something to that. The media is acting about Giannis the same way that everyone acts with bands in high school, where if you didn't discover them, you don't like them. I was that way with uh, uh, I don't remember. Corey's in Manitowoc. What's up, Corey? Bart, this is emergency time. I know this is Bucks post game. Great win. Watched the whole game. Giannis looked a little frustrated Did with something the happened. Huh? What's the emergency? I have to call out Spark Guy. I, oh, I, okay. I gotta, Go ahead. He cannot get away with this. He cannot get away with this. The same we're in the same boat as the Bears. Are you kidding me? You know, look. Matt in the Falls, Tony in Texas, they had their feud. I know I'm a relatively new caller. I've only called a few times. But if I got to be the guy that steps in on this one, I will. The same realm, Bart. Come on. He said after 96. But since 96, two Super Bowls, we beat them to go to the Super Bowl. Don't ever tell us that we're in the same realm. Bears fans are miserable. They just don't want to admit it. Wow, Corey. All right. Corey. I couldn't take that. He got off scot-free with that yesterday. He just threw that in there trying to make – no. That no, he no. said the Bears and Packers are the same. See, I and I want I hope people can sympathize with me here for a second because Corey saw something that somebody said, go unchecked, and you felt like you had to do something about it. Right? Yep, yep. That's how I feel when I see people in the media be so terrible. I got gotcha. you. I think your Kim feedback. Shea, what think? I, Corey, I your like feed, the feedback. Uh, I got to let you yeah, go, Corey. The uh, feedback's nuts. I can hardly hear you. I'm going to let you go. I just had to get that in there. Talk soon. All right. See ya. All right. So, Corey versus Spark Guy. I like it. I how like that. It. How about that? And I like he could have sent a voicemail on the. Carl's place voicemail line. He could have done that, but instead he says, I'm going to wait till they go live on YouTube. Nice. JM responds about Middleton. If winning a championship and contending the last four years overrated, I'll take it. Keegan reminds us, Chris Middleton literally carried them through the Hawk series. Yep. Uh, 12 days of Christmas. Yeah. Look it up. Um, I know, like, he goes to Coles and stuff all the time or buys, yeah. like, yeah. whoever's there he buys stuff for. Yep. I've seen it. Here, let me read the press release. Chris Middleton kicked off 12 Days of Christmas. Fucking website. Um, <laughs> Mid uh, Middleton, in partnership with United Healthcare and with the help of a $20,000 donation, Purchased hundreds of coats, hats, scarves, and gloves 
for students at Lancaster Elementary in Milwaukee. So that was the first day. So then he okay. does, but then he does something every day. So the first day was coats and gloves and stuff for kids at a middle school in Milwaukee. And then he just continues. He does it every day. Chris Middleton, Chris Middleton is so, is so one thing that I try to like in terms of history, you know, cause there's been a lot that has gone on. Let's say in the last six years, politically uh, in the world, the COVID, I try to think to myself, how would I explain like the way that I'm acting, the way that I view the world, how do I explain it in 30 years when somebody sees it, how I would see it. Like you look back now and be like, how were they in that war? Or why were things like that at the time? How, how did, how did women not get the chance to vote? Like how, how, how was that thinking at the time? So yes, I'm comparing suffrage to uh, Chris Middleton. So there's going to be people 30 years from now that say, grandpa, how did you feel about Chris Middleton? And he'll say, I never liked him, son. And they'll be like, but he was like the third best buck of all time. And you'll be like, I know, but I had an extra grind for some reason because she got paid a lot of money and I, I didn't understand why. Well, could they have used that money on other free agents? No, not with the bird rights, but I still didn't like it because he got a lot of money before a lot of people got money. Yeah, I'm looking, Grandpa. Uh, Chris Middleton signed a four-year, $40 million deal around the same time that this guy Timothy Mozgov signed for three years and $73 million? That makes no sense. Well, it was different then, Shunny. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just... I, I don't understand the Chris Middleton hate, and I hear it all the time, and it's annoying. I don't get it. I don't either. I just – Especially I, after they did the thing that you never thought he would do. Exactly. And the con- contributions he did to get there. He – God, it's how not many like shots? they won a title in spite of him. They wouldn't have won a title without him. Without him. He hit like – Three of the final shots. Yeah. In the game. This guy is this guy gets so much criticism, even though he's given you a championship and you demand perfection for you. What are you? Me talking about Rogers? <laughs> Just imagine how much hate he's gonna get when they win a second championship. Yeah. Uh, Jeffrey says the Kings are the Brewers of the NBA. Yeah, they they probably no. are. No. Yeah, well, yeah, I guess the Brewers did come close and have made the playoffs. The Brewers are more like the Wizards. No. Well, yeah. Yeah, because they're mediocre. They have a couple of, you know. I was going to say. They, like, they had Beal and. Uh, I was going to say Pace. Well, yeah, Pacers is a good one. I was just thinking Wizards because both of us have had legends that have come back to end their careers. Wizards, yeah. Michael Jordan, Brewers, Stan Ross. <laughs> uh, Pacers, you think? Pacers, yeah. Pacers is a you pretty know, good one. You know, the Pacers were really close to winning or making it to the NBA championship, and they always... I like the Pacers. They've lost to the Knicks or lost to. They did make it once, didn't they? Did they or no? 
The Pacers? Yeah. I don't know. Did they make it and lose to the Lakers or no? Am I dreaming that? I'm probably dreaming that. I don't know, but uh, Tampa Bay just fumbled the ball again. Who was it? I, uh, yeah, I 2000. Know. You're right. They lost to the Lakers. Okay. Okay. They lost to the Lakers. Larry Bird was the coach. Ah, okay. Uh, let's see. Black 59 Razor says Paul McKeskey would dunk all over Giannis. Matt in the Falls says Paul McKeskey dunked all over your mom last night. <laughs> Bodie says, look what happened in the playoffs without Middleton. Enough said. Mm-hmm. Jerry says Brewers are the Lions. <laughs> Now we're going to do the football one? Uh, yeah, the Brewers could be the Lions. I, I like that. Mm. Yeah. The Brewers are the... Tell you what, let's tweet that out. For a four-pack of Summerfest tickets, the Brewers are like, what NFL team? Use the hashtag BART tickets at 1250amthefan.com. I have to go buy four Summerfest tickets. Yeah, are they on sale now? Uh, State Fair is. Brewers are the Falcons. Uh, Paul says the Cowboys. No. What's Paul? The whole world cares about the Cowboys. Nobody outside of the five-county area cares about the Brewers. By the way, Cowboys over Bills, Super Bowl, whatever it is this year. Put that yeah, in the this is, I think this is the Cowboys' year to get there if there's a year. Yeah. You're welcome, yeah, lock Cowboys. It lock it in. Well, uh, that's really all I have on the Bucks tonight. Hey, I'm going to fill out an application for the Bart Winkler show to go to Radio Row this year. All right? So get your bags packed. I so, probably have a better chance of going to Radio Row through this than through the station. <laughs> Oh, Brewers are the Chargers? That's a good one. I like that one. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. Um, yeah, Radio we gone. We should have gone to the winter meetings. Yeah, I talked about this a little bit earlier. I, I didn't realize they were happening. I forgot. I mean, well, I guess the they NBA didn't have does the- so well is when it's the free agency period – Everybody knows it, but then the MLB, it's like, uh, oh, by the way, we know that everything's going on, but uh, Jacob DeGrom's a Ranger now. Well, they didn't, have like, him. they didn't have him for a couple of years because of COVID, and then last year they didn't have it because of the lockout. Yeah. Tell you what, I only, I'll only stick around if, if, if we hear from Tony in Texas. Oh, uh, I thought you were going to say cone in a bag. Tony in Texas. Hey, All guys. Right. I'm at a Chick-fil-A right now. Where? I'm in Arlington in a Chick-fil-A. Did you already eat? No, I'm about to get my food. Oh, you, oh. Should, interview, you should interview the person that delivers your food. Uh-oh. <laughs> what, do you, what do you want? Got questions? Show us around. 
That's a pretty yeah. fancy Chick Fil A. Here, uh, yeah, I got some nice little uh, interior decorations. Yeah. So, wow. hey Bart, I Bart, don't ever compare Packer football to sex or beating the Bears. Oh, you didn't like that one? No, I th- I loved your analysis. Of that one not hit. I was trying to draw. I was you know eating my breakfast in the morning, and I heard that one. Yeah, I didn't want. I didn't want to. I didn't want to bring up. I didn't. I don't like bringing up sex. Hey. <laughs> I, I understand that your Packer analysis was great, but just I, I I thought that was a miss. Your boy Bodie says the tastiest thing in that Chick Fil A is you, Tony from Texas. <laughs> yeah, is anybody else there? Yeah, you got a, you got a handful of families up here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, what brings you to a what brings you to a Chick Fil A by yourself in Arlington at nine p.m.? Uh, I'm hungry. To sit down, like how are you not drive throughing this? I because I wanted to get on your show. Look, that's dedication. He goes I, inside to talk to you. Hey, hey, this is Bart Winkler in the Bart Winkler podcast. <laughs> Say hi to him. Hi. Hi there. Hey, buddy. Jared. Jared, come on over here. Jared. All right. Jared, how long have you been here? For like a couple hours. Okay. There's Jared, guys. This was first shift. <laughs> I pissed Jared off. But he's got to work out. He doesn't know back what is it. happening. Tim, that might have topped you talking to drunk bartender. Will that get you first place? Oh, that could. That could. I feel I feel dirty. I, I we're like I, we're not a you know we're not sponsored by Wendy's here, but I feel dirty having all this Chick Fil A. All right, on. nothing on camera, nothing on camera. All right, Bucks won. Boring game. What happened? No, the uh, Mamu got a lot of good minutes. AJ Green got a lot of good minutes. Giannis was dominant. Chris had a bad shooting night, so everybody's out, you know, ripping on him. Everybody wants Chris traded, Tony. The, the Wagner what brothers tried to keep things. Ram, why doesn't he come on here? He's great on Twitter, Bart. You got to get him in. Uh, people want to know what you ordered, Tony. Oh, I got a club sandwich. Club sandwich and some fries. So that was it. Okay. I All usually right. go with the nuggets or the tenders, but went a little bit healthy with the grilled chicken. So the first time I ever went to All a right. Chick Fil A, uh, like thirty different people gave me my food. Does that still happen? You just had that one guy, but they're like, "Here's your fries, sir," and then right behind somebody, it was like a line. Here's your salt and pepper if you want it, sir. Here's Did your. You drink, guys ever sir. work fast food before? Have you ever worked fast food? My pleasure, Bart. Have you ever worked fast food? I've worked in a restaurant, but not fast food. Same. It is, it is brutal. It is brutal. Never cut hops. Nah, you're in inter- Hey, it's getting bad in, in there. Chick fil A. Chick fil A know we, that we said sex, so they're hacking their Wi Fi to knock you off. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Closed on Sunday for a reason, boys. All right. Mm-hmm. Go, Bucks. Bucks and six. Go, Pat. Go. Go Bart Winkler show. Go Tim Shea. That's yeah. all I got. Bye, Tony. Bye. Uh, as far as Ram Ram in the north side, uh, Ram wants you to ask him to come on your show. I heard him say it. I have asked Ram 40 times to come on the show. 
Someone needs to send him the link. Well, I'd like to say that this is the reunion of the three of us, but Q showed up to Nomad on Saturday, and Tim, you didn't. Q! What's up, guys? Um, hey, buddy. So I, the game was pretty boring. I'm, like, the biggest Bucks fan, and I was, like, tuning in and out. It was, well, the game's not boring. I just, I, like, I don't know. I watched it. I, I, I don't know. Like, I, what I struggle, so I kind of cheer for Orlando when they're not playing the Bucks, just because of, uh, um, the old Bucks Didn't you say GM the same that, that, to me about Netherlands the other day. No, well, I do. I'm sure Netherlands is my team now for World Cup. Um, but um, what was it? What's the guy's name? The old uh, the guy from Detroit that went there. John, is there, John, John, John Hammond. Yeah, yeah, John Hammond is still the GM there. Um, and they've got like they've just got a really fun roster. That did you see the stat during the game? It said that. Um, the the Bucks are the second have the most games lost by injury this year at like eighty six. We're second to only the Magic, and they had like a hundred and seventy games already lost for the year. It doesn't even make sense, but that's how many guys have been injured on their team. So it wouldn't be surprising if Orlando gets healthy and actually makes the playoffs. Um, if they can be healthy, Dude, they're five and twenty. I, I'm just saying. <laughs> it, it's not going to take that much to get in into the plan in the East. So um, we'll, we'll see what happens. Oh, my God. They could be tanking. They could be tanking. But the real reason I called in, uh, I think the Brewers are the Braves. What? Excuse me, are, are the Browns. Because we had the Braves, and then they moved to Atlanta and had a bunch of success. Where like the Brewers came back as the Brewers and then just haven't done much. So I think where the Browns just like the Browns moved to Baltimore and then they won a Super Bowl. Um and then the Browns came back. So we are the Browns. Well, is I wish I wish Anasio was Art Modell. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's my take on on who the parallel is. What if uh, what if we beg Atanasio to spend money so bad and then he moves the team somewhere to like Vegas and then spends a shitload because he's in Vegas? But that'd be that would be like the most brewer thing of all time to happen. I mean, I don't know what the half-life is on AmFam. Like how much how many years left? It's been around for over 20 years. It seems like stadiums only last like 30 or 40 years i don't so. i don't have this this would be a topic for a slow day what is your percent certainty that the brewers will remain in milwaukee for the rest of your life well so i i think all the sl- should it be all this I, why i don't know i so i here's how fans can impact it we need to stop calling it miller park because miller abandoned the naming rights. So American family insurance decided to back the city, which they've done a lot. So anytime we call it Miller park, it's insulting to like one of the biggest sponsors in the city. So if we want a team like the Brewers to stick around, we should refer to it as AmFam field because they actually put up the money and Miller just abandoned us, even though we all spend our, our pocket change on beers every weekend for them. 
So that, for that's those of you that don't know, Q is the vice president of marketing at American Family Insurance. No, I just, just like, look at you. You are so responsible and attentive to your sponsors, like for your show. Um, and they're not paying but you. If, the, if they weren't, I wouldn't have a show. Yeah. Well, we wouldn't have a, a ballpark if we didn't keep having naming rights for it. And Miller didn't even pony up to get the uh, the beer distributing rights at Pfizer Forum. Like we got abandoned by a city uh, beer that we all sponsor, like with our drinking habits. Hold on, hold What's on. What's your I take on that, Tim? Right, well, I, hold on, I got to pick up the phone here. Hello, yes, uh, my friend Q is being held hostage by his insurance <laughs> agent. Yep, the American family, the American family killer. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, he says, make sure you have good life insurance. <laughs> okay, bye. I know for a fact that the Brewers... Phone bit never fails, I will say. That they... Uh, the Brewers and Bucks were asking just for an astronomical price. And Miller didn't want to pay it. So... Well, if I'm I mean, Miller, I'm like, why am I gonna? Why would I continue to pay when I know all these dumb shits are gonna call it Miller Park forever? Why do we need to? We already did our marketing. These, I, these fans, saying, man, these to fans are gonna be like, these fans are gonna be like wearing shirts that say, "I still call it Miller Park." <laughs> yeah, Amfam's in a tough spot. That's why it's my euchre theory, where I want to take, I want to, I want to take over for Bob Euchre. I've said this a hundred times. I don't want his job. I just want to be the buffer for the real replacement so that they don't get, you know, shit on all the time after. And then I get it. So Miller Park should have been like, I don't know, George Webb Field for a year. And then everyone hates George <laughs> Webb. <laughs> and then Amfam takes over. Hey, George Webb Field probably would Although George been. Webb Field would be cool because then we could call it the glove. Webb, glove. Yep, yep. I like it. All right, Q. Anything else? Um, I don't think I have so. one backer oh, take I'd like to wrap up with. The my one question is: Is, is Rami coming on for the Kings on on Wednesday? No, uh, I asked Rami to come on the post game for Kings, and he says he's doing a post game for his place. But that's also on Streamyard, so. We are looking into a way to cross the streams, so to speak. <laughs> I don't know if we should call it that, but that's hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, that would be really fun. Here's what I like. I want to credit Brian Gudikins today. Matt LaFleur was asked if they want Rogers back next season. He says, yes, absolutely, of course. <laughs> Brian Gudikins was asked, he says, surely, yeah, we want all our guys back. There's a big difference in those answers. And I like Goody's answer. Make Rogers sweat a little bit because he's going to do the same thing to you. Yep. When they, in the same one, I, didn't Goody say, like, we made a large investment? He didn't even say, like, we want him back. He was just like, like, my interpretation is like, Goody does not want him back. back. Our There's hands no are way. tied. Goody, Goody regrets that decision every day of his life. Just like I regret uh, regret quitting piano in sixth grade. And how I'm starting to regret 
tanking the interview I had on Friday now that my kids' daycare rates have jacked up. <laughs> I've always thought there's a piano right behind you. I thought you just practice in your spare time. You know, I will do this on YouTube because some people think it's real. Here we go. <laughs> Bart, it's time to get your kids uh, uh, daycare sponsorship so you can get free daycare. Ooh. Oh, that'd be good. That's a good idea. Although, I feel like a, a daycare would not like the, the gummies or like all the swearing on this podcast, but... It seems like there's. Well, a lot I think of what I'll do for the daycare is I'll offer to do a podcast on the daycare. Yeah. That families can listen to talking about like uh, little Jack's big achievement. He can tie his shoes now, and I could have him on the pod to say poopy and boogers. <laughs> Are we still alive? <laughs> yeah, I need to go. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna take off, guys. Uh, good catching up, and uh, go Bucks. I never know how to end these shows. It's like every sketch on SNL ever, or the ninth season of Scrubs. It's like just this should have ended 20 minutes ago. What are you doing? Well, just preview the next show. Okay, on tomorrow's show, Toby and Paul for mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Toby. I specifically wanted because. I want to talk about the tie with the commanders. Yeah, I wonder how he feels about that. And how would you feel if you're Toby? You root for two of your heroes, Trey Turner and Bryce Harper. Although Harper and now, left. now they're on a the rival team. Well, he had left. He he got traded, and then he did he win the World Series this year? No, no, Harper was on that team, wasn't he? Oh, the Nationals. Did he leave before they won a series? Yeah. He did? Yeah, he wasn't. I don't think he was on that team. Was he? I don't know. This no. happened like three weeks ago. How do I not know this? Well, no. Yeah, he left. Yeah, he, he was gone. Left. Yeah. Okay, anyway, anyway. Uh, it's Jesus. Between that and what was the other thing I couldn't think of? Who knows? I don't know. I'm trying. Look, I- honestly, I'm what. The- I love the World Cup, but soccer's taking up too much of my time in my brain. Yeah, honestly. what's your schedule? What's your schedule for the next couple of days? Where are you? Where are you? All right, so we're not doing anything tomorrow. Uh, Wednesday and Thursday are off days for the Cup, and then on Friday, Croatia plays. So I'm going to go down to Croatian Park. Okay. Because I got like a bunch of old dudes that celebrate and watch games down there. Nice. And then I'll watch England game at Three Lions. Maybe I'll come with you. Yeah, you want to be my sidekick in real life like you are on this show? Yeah. Oh, in case you thought you were the co-host. No, you're the sidekick. No, I'm not a co-host at all. God, no. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm just your sidekick. Who? I Even when I tweeted about you and Toby, I said, Toby would be a great host anywhere. And I said, Tim is a perfect producer. That was a compliment, not, a, not the insult that it seemed like. Oh, I know. I know. I got you. Don't worry. All right. And then uh, I'm already planning to go live for the Badgers, Oklahoma State. I think we do like we should do something for that. Could be at like one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Nice. All we right. We should do something for the game. Okay. What do you want to do? Do you, should we go to Madison? No, I no, but I could be out somewhere. 
Maybe we can go to one of your favorite bars in your neighborhood. Yeah, maybe. Maybe we'll just go to Croatian Park and watch the game out at night. Okay. All right. Um, I guess we're done. All right, Bart. It's been fun. Appreciate everyone being here. Appreciate you. All right. I got to end this otherwise. Thank you, everyone. Enjoy the rest of your night. Ta-da!